Young Heroes Called The Animorphs Hello and welcome to Middlemorph Millennials, the podcast that I started to force my friends to read Animorphs and yell at them about bat guano. My name is Morgan. And my name is Gilbert Godfrey. Oh no. Wow, okay. I know, tribute. <laughs> too too soon. Well, it won't be too soon when this comes out. <laughs> Still too soon. Uh, and I'm Esme, and you may have heard me on other podcasts, Are You Serious? Which this is not. So if you, you are listening to this and you're like, oh god, I hear Esme's voice, this is the wrong one. No, this is still Middlemorph Millennials. Yes, and we are today discussing the end of book number 17, The Underground, Rachel's Bat Book. And um, yeah, things, they tried to get to the Yerk Pool to poison the Yerks with uh, oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> and there was literally <sighs> one chapter where they tried to get in through McDonald's and then the rest, like I remember that being a significant portion, but it was just one ass, one whole chapter and that's it. The absolute balls on K Applegate to be like, yup. It's oatmeal. Like, <laughs> the steel cojones of that woman to be, like, the the thing that is going to do it for these jerks. Fucking oatmeal. That's it. I mean, I'm convinced it's, like, the same thing for the cinnamon, for cinnamon, for axe. Like, <laughs> you can't tell. Like, yeah. That's the same thing. <laughs> it's cracked. Addicting, yeah. Uh, well, the... <laughs> Cassie has just been like, let's do moles. And they found a shed behind an abandoned house. And okay, so this part, millennial, hashtag millennial problems. It was in the backyard of a house that was empty and had a decrepit for sale sign in the weeds of an overgrown front yard. Yeah, can I buy it? Are they taking offers still? Like, right. (laughs) Where is it? I don't care. A house for sale? That sounds no nice. houses on the market longer than a week. Yeah. A week is a week? generous right now. Yeah, oh, forty-eight hours maybe. <laughs> Ooh, there's a no cash offer with no with all contingencies removed. Sorry, not no cash. There's a cash offer with no con. Oh, fuck it. You guys know what I mean. I know what you mean. Terrible. Yeah, unfortunately, we do. Um, Hitting a little too close to home right now. Let's move on from this house that's for sale. Uh, yeah. So they find this like shitty tool shed with a dirt floor. And they're like, this is where we'll do it. We're going to morph moles and dig. And it's like, okay, this is a little cramped, but once we're all moles, it should be cool. And Cassie's like, oh, wait, no, actually, we're not going to all morph moles. Ooh, sorry, I should have mentioned that. Um, we can only do it one at a time. So they have to go down underground as moles and dig by themselves into the yerk pool. Miserable. And Marco's like, underground, dirt pressing and all around? No air? And she's like, Cassie's like, well, you'll be a mole. (laughs) (laughs) Which that did make me giggle because it's like, yeah, I guess the moles are cool with it. Like, you know, when you're a jaguar in the jungle, you're kind of cool with it. So, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it's like, all right, fine. And then Marco gets kind of scared. And so Rachel has to be like oh you big baby no problem and she's like in the narration i say these things i don't know why they just pop out of my stupid mouth uh, that we agree <laughs> and marco's I'm like to remember. Ah. oh go ahead does marco have a claustrophobia i feel like one of them does mark no marco swimming marco doesn't like Wait, swimming marco. yeah i mean he can swim right. now yeah. it, it appears but he does not like the water doesn't like the ocean um none of them are really claustrophobic or anything except for I mean, Axe doesn't like being in enclosed spaces because that's just Andalites don't like being in like, like a bedroom would make him uncomfortable. So 
Yeah. Marco's like, well, sounds like you're volunteering. And uh, she's like, okay, I'll go first. And then she morphs. And there's this (laughs) really funny moment where uh, her arms and legs shrink so that her her feet are just sticking out of her butt. Like, like a Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) And she's like, I was like one of those like things, those clown things that you hit and they pop back up. Uh, And so Cassie and Jake have to grab her and uh, make sure that she doesn't fall down. And so she gets the mole claws. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode with mole facts. Mole facts. I I feel like there's a lot more mole than bat. As previously mentioned. Yes. And hey, hey, I'm going to say it because I'm the one who does some of the editing. I'll edit it, Kate, if you're listening to this. If we get to $100 on coffee, uh, we will release Mole Facts. And Hell yeah. It's a bonus episode. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, she morphs Mole and doesn't respond to the other Animorphs. She just starts digging because she's kind of uncomfortable being outside and she's like, gotta dig and get into the warm darkness of the earth and uh she kind of is not in control and so they're like oh grab her before she gets fully underground so they grab her tail and pull her out when she's like trying to dig into the ground and snap her out of it finally and mark and jake is like snap out of it the mole brain has you and she's like did not (laughs) (laughs) very teen no it has you (laughs) I know you are, but what am I? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's like, okay, all right. She's like, I was just trying to get on with it. Hey, I'm here to dig right. So I was digging, jerk. And Jake's like, all right, you were not having trouble. Everything was fine. (laughs) (laughs) So she digs and digs and digs. And she's having some issues with it because she feels like she's being buried alive. And she keeps like having to talk to herself and be like, get a grip. It's okay. It's fine. I can breathe. I'm breathing. Don't panic. And uh, then she just can't stand it anymore. And she tries to back out, but she can't move backwards as a mole. So she's like, it's okay. Just dig a little turnaround. That's okay. I can do it. So she does that and like fights the panic and gets back out. And Cassie's like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm all right. And she's like, how far did you get? You were down there for 20 minutes. And she's like, 20 minutes? No, it was at least an hour. That's so much. I feel that. And turns out that moles cannot dig vertically. Um, It's just kind of like a gentle downhill slope. So maybe about a foot deep. So they're going about a foot an hour and they have to get about 50 feet. Miserable. Yeah. So they, they do six hours of digging. They each do one hour because that's pretty much all they can stand whoever's not doing it is goes down to the mcdonald's and buys them some food although mickey d's fries and a coke sounds really good sounds pretty good right now yeah i was craving fast food like all this last week maybe that's gonna be my treat for friday anyway okay (laughs) so you know they they finish all their shifts and they're like okay someone should take a string down there and we'll see how far we got So Rachel's like, okay, fine. Nobody wants to volunteer. I'll do it. It's my turn anyway. So she goes down there and 
they measure it and Axe is like, would you like the measurement in foot or meters? It's like, I don't fucking care. It's like, no, you want feet. Like, you don't know what meters look like, American child. Um, (laughs) It's not going to help you, mate. (laughs) The total length of the tunnel is approximately 41 feet long. I believe the slope ratio is about six to one. One foot down for every six feet of tunnel. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know that slope. (laughs) That would mean we tunneled down approximately 6.8 feet. Jesus Christ. Wait. Six, for every six feet, like, no way. Yes. That's such a small, that's such a small, like, like incline. Yeah. So she's like, six lousy feet, and Axe is like, closer to seven lousy feet. I'm like, you are getting a sense of humor, Axe. You are getting it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, then they basically go home. Uh, then every day they just come after school they bring their homework they sit in this shed and quiz each other on history or science axe would stand there listening gravely to the history and laughing at the primitive nature of our science so uh yeah they're just kind of taking shifts and at one point cassie comes back up and says i think it's blocked it's solid rock and rachel's like that can't happen because otherwise we did all this bullshit for nothing so she goes down there and she feels like a big rock and kind of like can't really find a way around it and she's like it's okay i'll just give up it's fine and then she's like i can't give up and so she finds like a little seam an opening in between the two rocks and she squeezes her way in and sees that like she doesn't fall through but she sees that it is a some sort of cave or something, but there is airflow. So she goes back up and talks about it. And then they're like, okay, we'll deal with this tomorrow. So we've hit our limit. Let's come back. So they come back on Saturday, rested and refreshed or as rested and refreshed as you can be after a day of nightmares and a night of nightmares. Um, So they all go down there together this time and kind of find the crack in the rock that Rachel found. And then they hop on through and start falling. So it's pitch black. Not that they can see anyway, because the mole doesn't have eyesight pretty much. And she falls and she falls and she lands on something very soft, soft mm-hmm. and pillowy. And it's just like this big open space. She is, she knows somehow she's not alone. She feels a presence above her, many, many presences. And the others kind of hop after her and they realize they're in a bat cave. So they're landed you, on bat guano. Do you see a guy in a cave in a really cool car? <laughs> you know, because he fell do into you the have bat childhood cave. trauma? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, she's like, actually, it is a bat cave, like an actual bat cave. So they're like, okay, so we are in this cave. What the fuck do we do? Like, how do we get this oatmeal down here like they didn't think about how they were gonna get the oatmeal and i I love how it like we have these two chapters of very boring digging and then all of a sudden it like circles back to oatmeal like at this point i had forgotten entirely about the oatmeal (laughs) and then they're like no we have to get the oatmeal down this hole and i'm like oh yeah the fucking oatmeal which i'm like i'm like did nobody think like you guys are only digging like a tunnel like so many a mole sized tunnel right it's like what are you guys gonna do how much water balloons do you think you're gonna use so many water balloons and how would you even get did they think they were gonna make like a slide and put the dry oatmeal down the slide like through the tunnel, <laughs> just, and it would just drop they, into the pool. Just fill it, they fill need up a little York pool. I think they need a lot of that, uh, you know, like weird, like a uh, reflective tubing that's very flexible. That's usually for like air systems or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just that, just that, Make <laughs> just like oatmeal pipe bombs. <laughs> 
<laughs> essentially. Yeah. So um, they're like, okay, I feel a breeze. If there's bats in here, that means that they have to get out some way. So we'll just demorph. We'll morph bats and it'll be fine. And Tobias is like, I don't have a bat morph. And it's like, yeah, you're in a, like, it's fine. You're in a bat cave. So She says this like, I'll bet there are a few hundred thousand bats in here. I'm like, damn. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking bats in this cave under the shed. Like, it seems like an excessive amount of bats for one bat cave. <laughs> yeah, like, even, I'm thinking of like, in San Diego, we have these nights where thousands of birds will like, just flock down in uh, mission valley and it's like that's not that's a couple thousand they're not gonna all squeeze their way into a single cave right know, if they were bats but anyway yeah so uh so they demorph and the ceiling is is um not as high as rachel thought and because she is very tall she is just like sticks her head up up in a bunch of bats and she's like oh shit and so then she's like marco be sure and stretch out up on your tiptoes now and he's like ah oh really funny rachel that was so mature <laughs> and then there's this... i love that he's short yeah. taste of your medicine marco yeah and also okay so then the next chapter starts with here have a bat i said i held one for tobias and i'm like that is the cutest thing ever just have like bat. here you go Thank like you <laughs> part of me was like i wanted tobias to like eat it not like because bats can be cute but i mean like just tobias being like the hot hang on like, i'll oh, acquire you, it Rachel. and then <laughs> squeak eat and then marco does say watch out he'll eat it <laughs> yeah um is it time for bat facts it's totally time for that yes. yes okay i have some super cool bat facts for you um that i found on the u.s department of the interior website oh damn uh Legit. did you know that there's a bat week no. So Bat Week is the very last week in October. That makes um, sense. That tracks. Yep. Checks out. <laughs> and Username checks out. Bats are t- totally awesome. Um, there are over 1,400 species of bat worldwide, and they can be found on nearly every part of the planet except extreme deserts and polar regions. Dang. They range in size from one that weighs less than a penny to flying foxes, which can have a wingspan of up to six feet. Are they cute? Are the flying foxes cute? I must know. Fucking cute as shit. Let yes. me send you this. Uh, I'll t- I'll put the link in the chat so that you guys can have a look at you know what's, the pictures. Uh, always found this weird for me. It's like how some mammals like weigh or so or have like such small amount of mass or weigh so little. It's always like weird to me. I'm like, but it's like a full like multicellular organism. So I will yeah, say the process. second picture that comes up is like basically a uh fox a flying fox with its like wings spread and you see it up against the sky and you can see its arm veins and it looks like a gargoyle <laughs> and it's terrifying oh and then yeah you scroll down a little bit and it's like look at their face it's so cute uh not all bats hibernate some of them migrate um they have very few natural predators disease is one of the biggest threats that uh bats face that also unfortunately Dude. tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Owls, uh. hawks, and snakes do eat bats. So Tobias could legit chow down on that little bat snack. Um, <laughs> it seems like it would be... Well, I guess he does eat like mice and shit, but I'm looking at one and I'm like, that's hairy. Right? They're Hairier like than kiwis. a mouse. Bats uh, pollinate over 300 species of fruit, mm-hmm. um, including bananas, avocados, and mangoes, nuts, figs, and cocoa, main ingredient chocolate. Oh. Uh, we can thank bats for tequila because they also... Uh, <laughs> Pollinate agave. Hell go. yeah. Oh, the ones that are sleeping, that you wrap them up in like oh, a little yeah, blanket, like a little baby. Totally They're freaking gross. adorable. Each night, bats can eat their body weight in insects, numbering in the thousands. 
also good. Um, very good for crops and things. They are the only flying mammal. And that uh, like flying squirrels. They yes. don't actually fly. I think they don't actually fly. Because they glide. Yeah. Um, bats can reach speeds of over 100 miles an hour. Damn. New, yeah, new research what? that was done in, I think, 2016. Um, they were measuring the, the flight speed of bats and some of them, yeah, 100 miles an hour. Uh, there are 12 wow. types of U.S. bats that are endangered, more are threatened. Um, there this are... one looks like a flying possum. Like it's baring its teeth <laughs> and it looks like a possum <laughs> and that's terrifying. Uh, the longest living bat is 41 years old. Damn. Uh, it's said that the smaller the animal, the shorter its lifespan, but bats break that rule of longevity. Although that's Six not kind of true with like cats and dogs. That is true. Well, yeah. They're... Cats are, oh, yeah, the bigger the dog, the uh, shorter it lives. Mm-hmm. And cats live longer than d- most dogs. Yeah, they yeah but like they're just, 18, they're, that's spite. Um, <laughs> that's true. They are powered by spite then. That's, that explains like, it. Like cats, good segue. Bats clean themselves. They groom mm. themselves. As we all know, uh, that's the cutest thing an animal does is clean themselves yes. or their oh, friends. Yes. Um, baby bats are called pups and a group of bats is a colony. Okay. That's kind of a boring group name. Yeah, but okay, I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> uh, bats inspire medical marvels. About 80 medicines come from plants that rely on bats for their survival. Uh, while bats are not blind, studying how bats use echolocation has helped scientists develop navigational aids for the blind. Oh, that's cool. Um, and bats have belly buttons. Huh. There you go. That, they are 13 cool bat facts um, that I thought I'm were gonna... pretty rad. I like that too, and I'm gonna be brave and controversial and talk about that belly button one. Mm. I still like any belly buttons <laughs> better. <laughs> any belly buttons? I I have an any belly button. Same. As do I. I find outies <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Well, well, there's some. I've seen some that's like like a, like a full outie outie. I'm just like gross. Like I, yeah, but then I've seen one where it's like it's not like an any, but it's not an outie. It's more just like flat, straight up flat width. Like I guess where their rest of their body is, yeah. <laughs> and that one's like not too disturbing to the eye. <laughs> there was someone in my elementary school who was like Kyle XY. Like, um, he was actually born with some of his intestines, um, external. Wow. So basically, they just put him back in there and sewed up his belly button, so he didn't have a belly button. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, and cool, he, he was fine. Sad. Yeah, you don't have a belly button. You don't have a belly button. <laughs> uh, he did. It was just you know didn't look like a normal one because you know it was sewn up. Was it like an X marks the spot <laughs> kind of situation? I don't know. I don't think I looked too close when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he'd have a belly button tattooed on? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, get yeah, Roadhog. Get yes! a full body oh Roadhog. <laughs> that would be so good. I also am looking at this article that says sick bats self isolate, helping avert COVID nineteen type crises. And they do. Like, That's nice of them to do that yeah they're trying to protect us but like (laughs) we wander into their caves and they get sick so yeah yeah don't do that you should always decontaminate if you've been in a cave uh, that has had bats in it um clothes skin shoes hair yep um also vampire bats are ugly af and they don't we don't talk about them (laughs) they don't eat they they basically suck on like goats and shit it's not you don't have to worry about vampire bats as a human. Uh, do you want to see a video, a uh, gif of a bat eating a banana? Yes. Show it to me now. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> because it is uh, it is incredibly good. And we, I feel like we learned in Animorphs more um, in a pr- the previous book where they did acquire um, their 
Oh my god. Nom 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 to give me it's like a dog if you try and feed a dog something that's too big it will be like give me all of it banana it's very good anyway that has been bat facts with esme bat facts no 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 bat facts uh oh if you scroll down about that banana gif the other gifts are uh choice right are they... There's a cat eating a banana. Oh, there's two cats eating bananas. I assume it's the same cat because they're both orange. Oh, and I assume that they I make all their money. It's Jort <laughs> off the cat. Yeah, eating bananas. <laughs> and there's a gif of a woman eating a banana, but she puts her hand over her mouth before she does it, and I'm like, that's middle school right there. <laughs> <sighs> Have you guys seen the video of Griffin yeah. McElroy eating the banana? <laughs> I only saw that very recently, and I was like, why did he do this? Uh, because in Sea of Thieves, the pirate game, you eat you eat bananas, but you just eat, you just take the a big old thing. chunk out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they were doing an interview for it, and he was like just eating the banana like they do in the video game while the other two people sitting there are trying to do an interview, and it's great. It's so gross. <sighs> Can't cope with it. <laughs> I mean, he's used to that. Um, he did the Mebo corner, so he just shoves things in his mouth like a toddler. All right. I love bananas. Not, not fan. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that. Oh, really? I feel like it's someone loving to hate him, and especially if you get the synthetic banana flavor. I though, I love bananas. I like the flavor. It's the texture that I can't hang with. Yeah, really? that's how mad is too. Bite number one, great, delicious. Bite number two, why is this fruit literal vomit? <laughs> I. I just, no, I don't understand. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> I have to spit it out after bite number two. Throw that bad boy in some overnight oats and it will get, it will incorporate in a way that's not uh, disgustingly mushy, but it'll have the good flavor of the banana, but be like oatmeal texture. That's what we like. Bringing it back to the oatmeal. Like. Back to oatmeal. I oh, did it. Bring it back oh. to oatmeal. <laughs> what, about the, what, about, what about this? Sesame? What about slices of banana? No. What about No, because you have banana? to chew the banana more than once to get it down your Bananas gullet. Foster, though. No, I can't. I can't hang with that. Okay. Banana I, flavoring, oh. great. Banana bread, awesome. Bananas and smoothies, can hang. A literal banana, get it away from me. I do not want that. <laughs> That's how I feel oh about peanuts. Gosh, I like peanut butter, not peanuts. Not even honey roasted peanuts? Nope. Why? Why I kind bother? of have a blanket blanket Why? ban on peanut butter. <laughs> do not. <sighs> <laughs> all right, we're, like we're finding out like, some things about each you, other. We need to move on. <laughs> how can you all have these food opinions? Oh, my God. <laughs> so going back to the cute people? moment where Rachel hands a bat to Tobias and says, here, have a bat, which I just imagine, you know how sometimes people hold their pet birds like like in their hands? <laughs> hold my bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I just imagine that. Um, um, wait, Morgana. Yes. I think this is my part. Is it? Go for it. I'm done. I'm 19. I'm 19 to 27, but there's I just really like that so part about Tobias. I'm done. I did no. so much. Go. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to okay. sit back and relax. I'm far from Yeah, drink life. your beer. <laughs> I'm just going to get some uh, uh, sort of distant uh, over the <laughs> over the shoulder <laughs> backseat podcasting. Um, <laughs> she drinks the beer. Okay. Um, so... Yes, cute moment with the have a bat, good sir. Um, <laughs> Can I offer you a bat in this trying time? time. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Jake is uh, weirdly conversational about um, 
you know, I should have known this was going to end stupidly when you got the oatmeal in there. And I was like, Jake, is this breaking the fourth wall? Because... <laughs> yes. Jake's saying what we're all thinking. Um, so, um, but it's funny. Uh, uh, Jake says, you know, battles that involve oatmeal never are go end up to being historic, you know? And I'm just like, that's where my brain is with this, I guess. This is the this is my first thought here. Um, and Axe is like, what is oatmeal? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> how how like, is that question just being asked? Axe has been going along with this the entire time, not knowing what oatmeal is. <laughs> That's why when I read that, I was like, did I miss something? Did we not tell him? <laughs> like, I think no it's just like, out. we're just all, it's one of those moments that happens in an Animorphs book where they're all going back and forth, saying their own thing. And then Axe just has to come in being like, what is oatmeal? And then Jake goes back to talking about the Battle of Bunker Hill or whatever, and they just ignore him. <laughs> Poor Axe. Okay, so they do morph into Bat, and now we're getting Rachel's sort of perspective. Um, so the experience of being a Bat, um, you know, in absolute darkness, she was left with just her sense of hearing. Um, so very good hearing. She heard thick human bones grinding, Ew. suddenly squishing as they went liquid. Um, I heard a sound like my stomach rumbling from hunger, only as the sound of my stomach and all, all my internal organs shifting and moving. Some organs shrank, some basically disappeared. Goodbye, appendix. All of it was <laughs> happening inside me at a point um, when I didn't know if I was five feet tall or five inches. So that's her little bat, first time bat morph. Or it's not her first time. It's no, only Tobias's first time. time. Yeah, she says she's been a bat before. In book 10, when they were getting the crystal, the pe- Pemolite crystal. You know what? You're right. I just completely <laughs> We keep giving background that. information. Esme's like, what the fuck are you I'm like, about? I have absolutely no idea. I just remember That's the right, cheeseburger because of thing. the lasers. God, see, all I remember, all I oh, take yeah. away from that is mm, the Because cheese. of the lasers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I remember you know, that. Remember? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of the freaking lasers and the, the chi and the... The, the, the shot sharks with freaking laser fingers. On that freaking heads, yeah. So um, they have this great sort of site where it's more like um, etch a sketch, uh, like l- yeah, exact lines. I- I'm thinking like like drawing a comic book, but like like very like you know the rough draft and people do all those like like um, strokes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um, not like refined. That- that's what I was thinking. Yeah, the outline or whatever. Oh, it even says yeah, comic book cave thin lines. Yeah, that was like a very good that put it really you know solid into my mind. And I have to, I pointed this out too because I had to, uh, to the Batmobile, Robin. <laughs> Marco says, yeah, and I then Tobias responds because he's Robin. He's the bird. He's bird. <laughs> he's like, let's get the I fuck know. out of here. See, that's he says cute, fuck and everything. Right? <laughs> he does not say fuck. Oh, Morgan, let the readers, like, <laughs> let them believe. Um, so they're flying through the cave, uh, which has it winds and twists. Um, all beneath the bats, the lactites. They basically, Rachel's like, hey, do you feel that? And everybody's like, it's coming up on our left. So they're picking up a, another opening besides where their exit is because um, they're, you know, they can feel their way out as bats, the regular exit, but they also pick up this other sort of um, thing. And Rachel's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, and we get a little bit of this from like last book where Jake is all up and about like my role as leader, my role, whatever. And then Rachel's like, my role is this person. My role yeah. is, you know, being this person. And she's like, God damn it. 
<laughs> if I'm going to play my role, I'm going to have to say this. And she's like, I just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and, but she's like, let's do it. That's what we came here for. I feel like so. this is the only bit of real character development of Rachel. She does say this a couple of times, but yeah, well, earlier when she was like, why do I say these stupid things? <laughs> I, but I feel like that was more of a throwaway comment. This like last yeah. little section where she says, sometimes it's hard to get out of a role once you've started playing the part. It's like, you can kind of feel the exhaustion and the, okay, the, I, I know what I'm supposed to do here. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I feel like um, this is a comment for my fellow readers or people have read all of it, but I feel like they're amping up for her next big character arc that happens in the trilogy. The mm-hmm. trilogy is book 20, 21, and 22, and so she's 22 and has like this this very significant thing, like character development that happens, and I feel like they're definitely laying the groundwork for that right now. Foreshadowing. Yay. That's what we like. Um, <gasps> I have biscuits and gravy. Ooh. Thank you, husband. God, I love country. Did Chase, did Chase make it? Yeah, no, well, yeah, kind of. He made the sauce. He made that's the gravy. The that's the most important part. Yeah. The biscuits are, are Pillsbury, but... Oh, yeah, that's made it. But that's fine. Yeah, he I made it. a shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I would also like to note that, she, that Rachel goes, cool, this is so Star Wars, when they're going through, like, the crack in the rock. Remember when they're attacking the Death Star? And, and then I was like, oh, shit, this is pre-prequel right here. This is 1998, baby. We don't have episode one. Oh, my gosh. Fucking old. <laughs> God. Yeah, there's like 11 more Star Wars things now. That's not even an exaggeration. No, that's like, yeah. I'm under, still not sure how I probably. feel about all that. <laughs> like, some of it's good. Yeah, some of it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so they're definitely doing this. Like, also, the crack is like very tiny. Eight inches, best a foot wide. So they go through that. Um and I think it's about, so they, they come out through the crack and into a world of light they can actually see again. Um, and down below them is Yerk Pool. So yay, they finally found the thing they were looking for. Um, and so Cassie's having a little bit of second thoughts, or raises the question, you know, maybe we don't have to give it to the human controllers, Cassie said. Um, it's, not like that. it's like an alternate plan. And they're like, I don't know why it didn't occur to them before, but instead of just giving it to the giving the oatmeal to the controllers, just give it to the Yerks themselves, like while they're in the pool. Which just raises the question, like if they get the, if they have the oatmeal while they're in a controller, can they, and they obviously apparently like can't be separated. If you give it to them while they're out of um, the controller, like in their sluggy form, uh, can they even go into somebody's head again? Yeah, maybe, or maybe, because they have to actively kind of do it. Like, they have to actively go in and connect. And so maybe it just completely erases their ability. We don't know. So that kind of maybe takes away their little devil's bargain that they're kind of doing. And it's like, maybe it would avoid the problem. Maybe not. We'll figure it out. And then as Marco says, I love risking my life for a maybe. (laughs) That's what you guys have been doing for 17 months. <laughs> um, so uh, the question is, can we just put it in the York pool itself and, you know, get them all addicted to <laughs> oatmeal crack? Um, so just like the government did to U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Axe starts talk. They start being like, you know, do they even have like how would they consume it? Like, because usually they just live off of rays. Um, and Axe is like, well, yeah, they have mouths, or what you would you know compare to a mouth. And then they give Axe some shit about falling asleep in his biology class <laughs> um, <laughs> again because he had he had said that before. But basically, they Yurks have something called osmosis nodes. That's uh, where they ab- use to absorb chondrona rays, but they also absorb other nutrients as well, like liquid from the uh, Yurk pool. So basically, fill those osmosis nodes with um, instant maple ginger oatmeal. Um, Sounds so good. That's, that's, that's the plan, a, that's right? some good. Sounds um, good. What's it called when they do like faux science in sci-fi? Techno babble. Techno babble. That's good. Techno babble. It is very good techno babble. It's like, yeah, I know how these things work. Uh, yeah, they absorb stuff. <laughs> okay, move on. So as they're basically discussing this, Tobias notices some uh, hunter robot. Well, robots coming towards them, little silver balls are called, Axe calls them hunter robots. Um, so they basically need to get the F out of there. And by the way, this is like the Yurk technology in this book has basically just like gone up a level they've got fucking autonomous robots that can fly they've got the <laughs> bio filter thing and oatmeal <laughs> like, <laughs> and yet <laughs> so one of these things we like, well two of the three of those things we never see again <laughs> i waved it my better arm not be the oatmeal <laughs> <laughs> we do not see the oatmeal again no Oh my god, what? it's like a par- it's like a great weapon. Hold oh, up. Yep, no, this is the oatmeal episode. I will not be taking questions at this time. <laughs> How can you introduce addictive oatmeal and then never use it again? Right? Like even That's with the, like, such an incredible gift you've given to the world and then you just snatch it away. This is like the fifth or sixth time they have mentioned when they destroyed the Condrona in book seven. And so they're giving continuity and then some of the stuff they're just like and never mind <laughs> it's just such a good like leg up like, i remember weakness. the oatmeal being more of a big deal in the tv show i think yeah i'll look it up when i'm done eating <laughs> <laughs> okay so hunter robots and we get our laser sounds dracon beams fired from the balls so basically everybody starts getting effed up rachel gets uh hit in the wing about a quarter size uh, through her wing. Um, they're all trying to yeet out of there. Uh, Tobias gets hit and is tumbling uh, downward. And uh, what happens, Tobias is of course great at falling, so he sort of is able to slow his fall. Uh, Rachel catches him, and then Axe and Jake also uh, catch him to then start going forward. But the hunter robots are closing in, um, they fire more dracon beams, Axe gets hit, and they're just trying to like, like how are they going to, you know, not be struggling there so basically they're like okay we're bats we need to cling to the wall jake comes in swoops run into them pushes them into the wall they grab wildly under the wall so now they're all bats are hanging on the wall then um they've uh, you know lets them know that the visual system is maybe their weakness uh the visual aiming system and they start throwing some rocks at them but rachel gets hit by a beam and gets her whole wing burned off rachel always ends up mutilated <laughs> so it's a, it's a character flaw it is a character trait. <laughs> it's a feature. <laughs> um, oh, I, how many times has she lost an arm or arm equivalent? Well, I mean, in this um, book, at least once already. Yeah, yeah, it's, she, she, she's always getting beat up. Um, so Rachel falls down. She has a, she's a one-winged bat. 
Guess where she falls? Yerk pool. Yerk pool. She's in the gross ass yerk pool. Uh, she lands on her back and knocks the wind out of her. And I know what that feels like. Mm. I jumped off of a cliff once into a lake and I landed on my back. That fucking sucks. Yeah. As soon as she said, I jumped off a cliff, a voice in my head went, well, that's dumb. <laughs> well, well, it's like, it's like a- I didn't, I didn't, it, like, my brain wasn't ready for the second part of the sentence, which was into a pool. I, I yeah. just, my brain just heard, I jumped off a cliff and I was like, well. <laughs> Well, it's because it's, it's like a lake and you, you, it's like a place where you go to be able to jump off, you know, high heights into the water and whatever. Um, and we've done it as kids and we obviously went back as adults. But like, I like was stupid and got it mixed up where I was like, you're usually supposed to dive like straight down, like like either like arms first straight down or feet first straight down. And I was like, no, wait, you have to go at an angle. <laughs> and so I, I dived out. I was like, I'll just go with my feet, but at an angle. And so when I went in, I was at an angle. My, like, my lumbar section hit the fucking water. And I was like, Ooh. I can't move. I was like, I was like, I can't move. My brother was in the water. I was like, Joseph, <laughs> you need to God. I can't move. That sounds awful. It was, it was a little terrifying. It didn't hurt for too long, but I was like, Jason, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> there's there's a video of it somewhere, but you like hear it. You like hear it too <laughs> in the video. I'll have to share. I'll have to share it with you guys yes. if I can find it. Um, okay, so besides stupid things, she gets hit into the water. She you know has a um, wind knocked out of her for a little bit. Um, she's bobbing in the surface, trying to f- you know figure out exactly where she is. She figures out she's in the yerk pool. Um, she's also now like fuck. I'm surrounded by yerks. Um, this is a problem. Um, I could become a controller. You know, she's like, okay, they can only make of a controller if I demorph. So if she doesn't demorph, then she's okay. Because they can't do anything with this braid or head because it's too tiny. So she's staying as the Batmorph. Um, and she's also, um, just kind of connecting the dots. You know, they weren't, these robots weren't there to specifically kill them. It's more probably to attack any animal because they're being extra careful because of obviously they know the animorphs and their um, transforming abilities, which also, again, the bioscans. So they're being really, really careful. Um, and nothing was happening. Like the Yerks were sort of just bumping into her and doing nothing. And so it's probably because Yerks are used to just animals getting hit down there from the hunter robots anyway. Or in so the natural being... habitat, like rocks and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just being nasty up in there, those yerks. Um, and she's like, yes, they're blind. They can't see when they're in the pool, which is like something because we read the hork Chronicles later, which happened later than this book, right, Morgan? Um, uh, yes. I'm like, yeah, they're, I'm like, yeah, they're blind. And I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to learn this before I read that book. <laughs> um, um, so there's that. They can't see without using their host eyes. But they, So the animorphs are finally learning something that we learned. Rachel notices a vaguely sort of uh, circular current in the pool. She, um, like one of those lazy circles they have in pools sometimes, which are pretty fun. So she just drifts in the in the circle current um, to go to the pier, you know, the pier where they infest people. Um, so uh, she needs to get under the pier so she can demorph. She's hearing the terrible screams and cries of despair while she's getting closer and closer. So, you know... I love how yes. happily you say that. Yay. Well, I mean, I'm on antidepressants, so. <laughs> Me too. Right? <laughs> it's all a good time. Everything's great. <laughs> um, exactly. That's sort of how it is. I'm like, why did I do this before? <laughs> like, I, um, this is another, like, bizarre tone shift, though. Like, we had a fun time thinking about oatmeal and batshit. And then there's, like, 
And then we're all half dying and we're all captured. And This very graphic description of people pleading for their lives and just their heads going under into the pool. It's, it's grim as fuck. Yeah, it's very much like like sort of grounding you again, like bringing you back to like the Yerks. The Yerks are terrible. Like it's always like sort of a mission reminder, like you know what they're you know what they're fighting yeah, for, kind do. of thing. Yeah, fun time. She notices, uh, you know, the Hork-Bajir look bored. Just another boring day at work, and I'm just like, <laughs> that also hits a certain way. <laughs> but yeah. So basically, she takes the current. She's under the pier. She reaches up because um, she started sort of demorphing um, a little bit before she got there. Um, so she's able to hang on to the underside of the pier and thrust her half morphing face um, into the three inches of airspace under the pier. And she also is able to see um, in the gaps in the steel planks. So with that, she fully uh, morphs back to human and then morphs again. Um, she morphs into an ant and she's like, and I swear I'd never do this again. I Ugh. love, it's so funny how literally that happened in book five, right? And they had such a horrible experience. They said they're never going to do it again. And this is the second time since then that she's morphed ants. Yep. <laughs> she does make a big deal about how she does not want to be an ant. Yes. It is not. They had a, they had a really terrible time. It's book five. Uh, ants and termites. Not fun. And she so comments, she's blind. She was surfing the Yurk pool because obviously she's an ant now in the Yurk pool water, but because ants you know don't necessarily sink, so she's sort of riding the surface tension with the sloshing, and she gets up against the steel beam, which is great. She races um, up the steel beam and then um, down the pier, other side of the pier. So she's upside down, and so she's upside down going towards the um, the knot, the knot water part the land land part i don't know there, i feel like <laughs> the there's going to be a specific term the shore thank you <laughs> like, edge of the pool um, i'm like i'm like there's definitely a better word for <laughs> all this um does that and then she um sort of um she found like a, a like um piece of fabric um which ends up i think being ropes um that were actually threads in a cotton shirt so she um picks up on a host that had just been reinfested and um, now she's on a controller. That is that is clever as shit, though. Mm-hmm. Like, no, Rachel impresses me for the rest of this book. Yeah, she Ooh. crushes it. In that moment of panic from being like in the pool with only one arm, morphing to a person, then morphing to an ant. When she started morphing into an ant, I was like, what is her endgame here? Because that's not going <laughs> to help her climb out of this fucking pool. And then... <laughs> And then she climbed on the on the person. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's sensible. Oh, I for, did forget to mention that while she was in the pool thinking about what to do, she was contemplating morphing a hammerhead shark and just eating a bunch of yurks. Yeah, I mean, that would have been my play. Yeah, yeah, until they fucking yeah. killed her. So just gotta get that in there. Is a um, shark so- one of the things they touched in the zoo? Uh, no. There's an aquarium in their town as well. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hammerhead <laughs> sharks. Did they, did they acquire the hammer and sharks at the aquarium? No, they didn't. Yes, because they had this whole thing where they broke the glass at the, you know, those tunnels you walk under where the fish can swim over you? Yes. Oh, my God. My brain. I am so, <laughs> how could I forget all this stuff? That's, whenever I go to an aquarium, that that book is all I think of. Yes, that's right. That's six inches of glass that's shattered. Um, I remember, Mar- yes, yes, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> um, we read them and then they leave okay. our brain. I'm sorry. There's just so much <laughs> in my brain right now. 
Um, okay, so uh, Rachel is on the shirt of this uh, human controller that's got reinfested. She comments on the cheapness of the shirt because Rachel <laughs> is Rachel, and I did appreciate that a little bit. <laughs> um, so she then also, um, you know, feels like, okay, it's time to just get off this ride. She runs out at the end of the shoulders, uh, releases her grip of her legs, um, and then just crouches and pushes off and sort of just rolls off the side, lands <laughs> off the person on the ground, is alive. She then crawls under like a space or somewhere just towards, you know, darkness and then begins to demorph. Um, so she notices she's not in a cave. It's more like a dim gray light. Um, there's sharp edges and right angles. So she figures out she's in a storm room. There is a, um, a box and it's got a pad on it and she presses the pad and the top of the box comes loose. And then looking inside, there's Dracon Beam. So Rachel gets a freaking Dracon Beam. Hell yeah. So this is already going awesomely. <laughs> so she gets the Dracon Beam. This one action is the only way they get out of there alive. Yes. So Dracon Beam. Um, Hork Bajir comes in through the door. Rachel shoots the Hork Bajir <laughs> with the Dracon I love beam. how she's just like, yeah, I'm going to shoot this guy. Oh, she didn't even think. She doesn't Rachel. hesitate. She, no, this whole time, every step, she is not hesitating. And I just like, love it. Um but apparently it's on stun. I was like, boo, why wasn't it on murder? But um, <laughs> So it's on stun. <laughs> so she stuns the Hork-Bajir. Um, and then also a lady comes in, and then she stuns the lady too. And drops like, her clothes. That's why it had to be <laughs> on stun. <laughs> and yeah, and she checks like, the label, and it's DK, she's like, DKNY. DKNY. Nice. Yeah, she's, like, she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna loot this body <laughs> like, i found one blazer plus two to charisma plus two to, two to sneak i like how she also puts the glasses on it seems like extreme but okay also how did you pull your hair back into a ponytail honey did you have yeah a... like do you have a tie did you rip a tie from this woman's hair although i can braid my hair and it'll stay but i can't <laughs> it's rachel magic she puts her hair back into a ponytail. Maybe she took the, maybe the girl also had a little tie and she took the tie. <laughs> Ripped off a part of her shirt and like <laughs> right. used it to tie it. But so yeah, Rachel just be shooting people, uh, mugging them. And then she steps out of the storeroom. Um, there is a second office outside. There's a man sitting there and she also shoots him. <laughs> She's <laughs> the like, man oh, yeah. shirt she had ridden on. That's right? this guy. <laughs> Pew. Shoots him. Hides her Dracon beam, uh, Dracon, yeah, Dracon beam laser thing, um, and then goes into the Yerk pool area. She does comment about how sort of a weird it is to be walking around this complex <laughs> with a Dracon beam and whatnot. So, where there's like warehouses, armories, and admin buildings and whatnot, a cafeteria and other stuff like all around this pool. So it's definitely like a little like it's not just the pool. It's got like a whole little. I don't want to say community, but like goods and services. It's like a it's like a, a rest stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it has a little cafe and. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I did know this next part because she talks about the humans in the cages, and from the first time we saw them in the cages from the first book, I didn't like I didn't think they had said there's many, but there's like she's like there's fifty or even a hundred hosts in those cages. I'm like, oh shit, those are big cages. Yeah, she seems surprised at the amount of people waiting for yurks. She, she's yeah. like, there are a lot more than 100 yurks in the pool. It's like, okay, so the operation is expanding. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, it's also Saturday afternoon, you know. <laughs> I'm sure that there are more people there because that's when they can get out of the house, you know, out of right. work. 
Yeah, because, I mean, it's rotating every three days. So yeah. It's got to be. A... Um, so, uh, as she's sort of thinking about that, marveling at that, a pair of hork can't like, pass her um, at a run. Um, and then, basically, what she finds out is Axe! Axe yeah. is now demorphed, surrounded by hork and that never grows goes well. Um, basically, um, Axe gets captured. He's got metallic rope around his legs, a sheath on his deadly tail, and his arms, too, and um, he's captured. So, great, Axe isn't dead, but he's captured. You know what's going to happen. Vizzer 3 is going to be called, and, um, like, they're going to, you know, try to infest them and, you know, interrogate them, all that stuff. Rachel's like, okay, she found Axe. Where are the others? I can't leave until I figure out what happened to the others. Um, and um, do do she talks to, Rachel talks to one of the controllers, uh, which is a lady, which is also tells her they caught the two others, or at least they think they did, a pair of bats, she grinned. They could just be bats, but we'll find out soon because Vizzer is coming. And the controller's like, I wish I could stay, but my host is a judge and there's a case she's got to prepare for. Um, and Rachel and notes Rachel's that like, that was a lie. She was just like, I don't want to be here when Visitor 3 gets here because heads roll. Literally. Yeah. Exactly. Also, next line, duh, Rachel, the same place they were dragging Axe. That's where the bats are. Duh. <laughs> duh. Duh. Duh, Rachel. Duh. Um, okay. So Rachel now is basically going to follow where Axe is going, following the drag marks. Um, but while she's doing this, she hears thought speak, and it's Marco thought speaking. Obviously, Rachel can't respond because she's not in morph, but that's great. So she knows Marco is safe. She knows where Jake is. And uh, so now the two other ones and Marco fills in the dots for her, which is great. She's like, if you can hear me, Jake, Tobias and Axe have all been taken. So I was kind of confused about how thought speak works at this point, because I was pretty sure that they had been think speaking to each other out of morph and in morph before well, then. Well, Tobias, because he's Tobias a can. hawk. Yeah. Because yeah. he's Axe actually can, a hawk. Axe can because Andalites don't have mouths and that's how they naturally evolved to speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, thought speak is like, they, they always say, it's like email. You can do a reply all and send it out to anybody in the vicinity, or you can just send it directly to like one or two people. So, oh, okay. So basically, when he's saying that, it's not like everybody in the York pool is just like, oh, yeah, just <laughs> the sandalite. Oh, there's a guy. Out. Yeah, it's fine. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like a PA system. So we know Marco's free. Rachel's uh, being a super spy, and Jake and Tobias and Axe have been captured. So Jake and Tobias are in Batmorph. They've been captured. Um, so that just leaves, where is Cassie? Um, and then also then another commotion happens. A small knot of humans at one of her Brazier were coming toward Rachel, um, or at least in her direction. Um, so um, basically she overhears like a... Um, What's it called when you go to the airport? A customs Like a TSA, <laughs> yeah. A TSA check has gone terribly wrong. Um, I don't know how it got there. I swear. <laughs> it's a mistake. <laughs> they planted it on me. It's like, it's a huge mistake. Um, and he's like, what do you call this? Shoves it in her face. A Rubbermaid container. It's, it's just cereal, I swear. Um, so, so, okay. So she says, it's something the humans call raisin bran. And then he's like, look, no raisins. And it's like, wait, <laughs> isn't that just about a commentary about the poor quality of raisin bran? How there's no actual raisins in it? Raisin. Or, it's like, it's just like, is the that brand. the joke? That's the joke. So he's saying, he's saying... 
it can't be Raisin Bran because there's no raisins in it. He says, I'm not stupid. I've been in this body for two years. So he knows it's oatmeal. I Yeah, okay. So I thought uh. the joke was going to be that just that like, there's no actual raisins in Raisin Bran, but I guess there are. There are raisins you, in Raisin Bran. That's why it's called and, the, and they're like hard and kind of chewy, but like not like, like hard to chew. When you get like a shitty box of Kellogg's that's supposed to have strawberries in it and there's like four strawberries in the whole box. Okay, you know? yeah. The special the special K is is bad, but raisin bran you, not bad. Nobody nobody be shitting on raisin bran. I love <laughs> raisin bran. I'm more of a um what's the other one? It's like bran and they got honey clusters. Honey bunches of oats? Uh, literally I yes. <laughs> what is that? It's got bran and clusters. And I like honey bunches of oats. I love Honey Wenches of it, so. I also really like Lucky Charms and Apple Jacks, but Anne won't let me buy those cereals. Oh my god. I mean, Just buy it and keep it at like, work. Oh shit, you can't. <laughs> I know, I work for half. He's like, he's like, it's not healthy for you. And I'm like, god damn it, I just want to eat it's dessert. the sugar cereal. <laughs> let me have my Lucky Charms. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not letting my <laughs> fiance buy <laughs> eat Apple Lucky Jacks. Charms? Obviously, I can do whatever I want, but it's just sort of like we we try to keep each other healthy. Do do we need to do we need to have an intervention? No. Do you need to talk? Just, no. We can be just, non-judgmental. We can just, be non-judgmental. Just we just choose not unhealthy. to be. We choose not to be. It's more fun to be judgmental. <laughs> anyway, so, so drug bust happens, um, and there was a contraband room, so that's great. My very last note on this book is. 200 pounds of oatmeal <laughs> yeah that's literally what i was about to say they have confiscated 200 uh, over 200 pounds of oatmeal 200 pounds of oatmeal. who is bringing the oatmeal into the yurt pool yeah like right that seems this like is, a dumb and bad idea that is a very stupid idea it's like walking into the police station and being like oh wait a second let me just have a little bit of cocaine yeah. like <laughs> well they can't burn it because then they'd all get high on oatmeal (laughs) we don't know with this too it's just very much like well that explains why they uh got so lucky that they didn't have to dig a better hole yeah exactly yes already there it's kind of like shit i have to somehow get this back to oatmeal and (laughs) this is the best way to do it i guess so the oatmeal's little shack um And it's, you know, like a it starts shed. to get like we. I have to wrap this up real quick. So yeah, yeah, just yeah, a shack full of oatmeal. Shack full of oatmeal, guarded by four Horkbashir controllers. There we go. Um, what are they gonna do when Visor Three gets here? That's the bigger issue. As you know, Rachel's trying to figure out how to get this stuff into the pool. Then an alarm goes off and flashing lights, and Horkbashir running toward the storeroom. Um, where she draconed those people. Um, so she's been done, had, and found. She's sort of not acting, like, correctly. So then someone grabs her. It's like, what's the matter with you? Get to your action station. There are more Andalite scum among us. She notices, like, she can start to, like, he gets suspicious. And Rachel picks up on that. And he turns back to her. But Rachel is, like, again, really quick to draw. She steps up into him and at, like, uh, what's it called? Um, point, um, point blank. I am just, I am illiterate, but <laughs> my words today, um, point blank, shoots him. She's <laughs> just like, wasting fools left, right, and center. I, just, I love it. Um, but it backfires a little bit because of the um, the proximity. And so she sort of gets a little bit paralyzed as well. Um, 
but she thinks really quickly. She's like, he's one of them. He's one of the intruders. He tried to shoot me with this. I love that gambit <laughs> just like, so much. Rachel, Rachel, it's so funny. <laughs> I loved it. And then she just kind of melts intruder. into the background like Homer Simpson. Right. Look over there. She's like, she's like bye. <laughs> um, so I love that. Um, and then actually, Rachel finds her. Just Rachel just happens. Yeah, Cassie. <laughs> Sorry, Cage. Cassie Cassie, finds Rachel. Cassie just finds Rachel. It's just like, there, there it is. Cassie's like, Rachel. (laughs) And um, so Cassie's just suddenly right there in front of me. (laughs) I mean, literally says she was suddenly right there in front of me. Um, So they're together again. So we know where uh, Tobias, Axe, and Jake are. And don't really know where Marco is, but we know he's free. And then Rachel and Cassie are together. So all the Andalites are basically accounted for. Animorphs. Um, they're Andalite bandits. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Animorphs. Um, obviously, I'm struggling today. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the top of the dome begins to enter. Uh, not enter. Open. Um, a bug fighter comes down through it. And obviously, we know who is coming out of the bug fighter. But Vizzer... So, Team Rocket, he's always got to make his entrance. Um, and she's like, some Rachel's like, some butt is about to get kicked. Visitor 3 starts doing his loud uh, thought speak, and he's, you know, again, seal every exit. No one uh, moves, not even a single twitch. If you move at all, you die. So, like, the um, Squid Game version of Red Light, Green Light. <laughs> like, very much that. Basically, they, Cassie just is like, we're we're effed <laughs> we're effed in the a today so they want to go to the cafeteria sort of slink back into the cafeteria and then get in the combat mode so do their battle morphs and rachel again is like tur- just turns around faces attacks on says he moved it's an andalite <laughs> and then shoots <laughs> bye, bye, bang. and then the a human controller as well two human controllers yeah Two human controllers. So she's just like shooting bitches. That's uh, great. Um, and Vincent's like, who's firing over there? I said freeze. She's like, and Rachel's like, back there. <laughs> um, so they they slip into the food pantry door. Marco's there. <laughs> uh, sitting on top of a crate of canned minestrone and eating a banana, which is kind of funny. He's a gorilla. Um, yes, he I is know, a gorilla. But still, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Marco's in gorilla morph. It's minestrone, so you don't get tweeted at. <laughs> oh, <laughs> minestrone, minestrone, uh-huh. tomato, tomato. <laughs> but... No minestrone. <laughs> minestrone, minestrone. Um, so gorilla morph Marco. They've located him. Great. Rachel wants to do grizzly bear. Cassie's going to do wool. I'm going to pause you for a second. Because the best line of the book is, Vissa 3 is here. Jake, Tobias, and Axe are surrounded by Hawk-Bajir and there are 200 pounds of oatmeal in a shed. (laughs) 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 Which, like, sums up the whole book very easily. Okay, that's where we're at right now. That's where uh, we're at. All right. Very chaos. (laughs) Pure chaos energy. (laughs) What are they going to do with all this? Um, So they're basically going to battle morph because what they want to do is get to that. Rachel wants to get to that oatmeal in the shed. Get to the bomb. And then she's like, but she's like, I don't know after that. (laughs) But they're just going to figure it out. So they're going to do it. Rachel wants to uh, morph grizzly bear. She's starting to morph grizzly bear, but then she stops because she's like, we need more like raw power, like truck style power. So then she begins to morph elephant. Yeah. Basically, as Rachel's expanding, she's like, Marco, look out. Marco then um, drops the dracon beam, trying to get out of the way of uh, her Rachel tusks. Morphing 
morphing into uh, elephant with her tusks. And so that's when I saw that, I was like, no, don't be that person, Marco. Why did you drop the fucking gun? Um, <laughs> but that is literally rectified three sentences later where Rachel's like, notices and is like, Marco, get the dragon beam. You dropped it. You're the only one that can use it. <laughs> you have thumbs. And he's like, oh, it's under you. So he just sort of crawls under Rachel and gets the uh, dragon beam. Like, great. Thank God we didn't move <laughs> forward without that. I was about to be like, yeah, like, I hate it when fucking characters in movies will, like, have a gun, they'll shoot it once, and then they'll throw it away, and it's like, what like, the actual good fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not Reaper. You need to keep that. <laughs> um, but we're not going to be playing those kind of shenanigans today. Um, so, basically... Uh, you know, they're all feeling mort. Rachel is elephant. She's like, you know, it didn't take much to, like, basically bust the pantry wall down. She just leaned into it and pushed. And that comes down. And they start basically freaking plowing down some hork here. Thank you. I just was trying to, like, what's, like, rushing towards, billowing <laughs> towards the, um, the, the shed where the oatmeal is. And Rachel's like, it was really just, like, three steps for me. Yeah, because um, they go through the links. wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she went through the wall, um, and then they're there. They fuck up some hork One of them sort of does get a slash on her trunk, um, but the other ones are pretty much handled. Um, so that um, that's great. They are done, and they basically, like, she also just slams into that and destroys the whole shed. So that's just, like, now there's just these blue barrels, like beer kegs. Um, I'm just imagining the barrels, like, in a shooting game. You shoot them, and they explode. <laughs> yeah. Yep. exploding oatmeal barrel <laughs> so very kid friendly so they've uncovered the oatmeal um which is great <laughs> they have uncovered yeah. the oatmeal which is great which is great they got the drugs um <laughs> but, so rachel can apparently lift these barrels though up with her trunk like a feather which means like so it's five so it's five barrels 200 tons it's pounds. 40 200 pounds. pounds thank you she might pounds. be 200 tons well not 200 <laughs> so it's about 40 40 pounds per barrel it's a lot of oatmeal uh, so she's able to lift that up. She threw it high in the air and it landed um, in the yurt pool, which is great. Um, but it's not sinking because it's buoyant. Um, so Mark, she's like, Marco, point it there and shoot. Uh, wait, did I miss the whole thing? No. I did. You no, didn't. she she picks up the barrel. She throws it into the uh, yurt pool and Marco aims at it. And they're like threatening visor three that they're going to blow it up and infect okay, all the I, I, I was i was like wait didn't they talk to visor before this i was like did i skip a whole chapter because he um, was just telling okay, them to no. stop so they're just doing this real fast so that you know yes. they can get into a standoff situation which is exactly what they do get into um and the visitor tries to bluff that that's just got garbage in it and rachel calls his bluff and is like fine then i hope you don't <laughs> mind if we blow it up and then he laughs this um, sort of a cynical laugh. And he's like, there are perhaps a thousand yurks in that pool. That barrel, in fact, maybe, you know, half of them, 500. And <laughs> Rachel's like, fuck, he doesn't give a shit about <laughs> them. He's like fully willing to like lose half of them to like catch the Andalite bandlets and whatnot. Andalite bandlets. Uh, bandlets. Rachel actually thinks pretty... Again, Rachel doing all this She is thing. on she actually, point today. She sort of like slams forward and wraps her trunk around um, Visor 3 and lifts him up. I mean, and he's slashing at her, so he gets her trunk. He actually gets her freaking eye, so like she now can't use that eye, and it's very painful. But throws him also into the pool. 
And she's like, well, how about now do you care? Because um, when we blow that up, you're now going to get that oatmeal sickness. Um, Down the with Odies. the oatmeal. Because uh, also, if you did not know, Andalites eat through their feet. so Like spiders. Gross. Wait, spiders do that? Yep. Oh. I thought they had, what were the That's why, um, well, they, they, they taste, the, their tongues are in their feet. Oh. That's why if you put down um, chestnuts, horse chestnuts, um, they're poisonous to spiders and they won't stand on them. That's So if you don't want spiders in your home, throw a load of horse chestnuts down. Oh, huh. Wait, where do you throw them down? Um, actually, Just... this is helpful information. <laughs> um, Just... Where they would come into your house. So like any cracks by windows, door frames. Huh. Do do they have a pleasing smell? They don't smell like anything to us, but they're incredibly oh. toxic to spiders. spiders. Okay, maybe I'll buy a bag and put those around the house. Now that we have a spider problem, but that's just I just can't stand them. So. No, yeah, just, no, me neither. Yeah, sounds that's good great. to me. Okay. Oh, I know what I'm gonna do exactly with those. Okay, kid, I'm gonna find them on Amazon. You said horse chestnuts. Yeah. Okay, cool. I know what I'm gonna get because I'll put them even outside because we have some spiders outside, obviously because it's the outside. Um, <laughs> that is where the spiders live. <laughs> that's where they live. <laughs> In yeah, the outside. I was like, but I still own this property. This is my life. Okay, <laughs> rent, bitch. You are trespassing. <laughs> Always my favorite thing if we're ever haunted. I'm like, pay and rent, bitch. <laughs> Can't haunt here for free. So uh, Rachel, staring down Vizzer, is like, again, now do you care? And it turns out, yes. Yes, he cares. Vizzer 3 would sacrifice hundreds of yurks but not himself. Um, so also she puts the rest of the barrows into the pool as well. So Marco can't possibly miss. Cassie went out to free the others because her and Bizzard 3 had a really quick exchange. It was pretty much like, they pretty much knew what was up. It's like basically like, you don't shoot the barrel, you guys get to go free. I love how and quickly like, they yes. dispatch of the Vissa. It's like he shows up and then they throw him in the pool and it's like, okay, do you want to be like morphine? Do you want to be oatmeal sick? And he's like, nah, not really. And they're like, okay, what the hell? Let's go. And sometimes in a normal book, it would just sort of, you know, end there quickly. But no, of course, the Visitor 3 has to, like, show some terrifying morph. And Rachel even comments also about, like, these underlings. If any of them had an ounce of initiative and less fear of the Visitor, they would have, like, stopped the Andalites. Like, but they're all just still frozen because they're following Visitor's, like... They're terrified of him. And especially, like, if he gets oatmeal sick, he's still going to kill a bunch of them. Right. Yep. It's not going to change anything. Um, so I, like, they, I like how we're but, calling this oatmeal sick now. Okay. I'm going to call it the Odies. The, uh, the something. There's the oatmeal fever. The fever. <laughs> so <laughs> I do declare. They're going up the stairs. Um, well, yeah, well, the Andalites are, are re- reunited. The Andalite bandits, the fucking animorphs. <laughs> God, my brain. I'm sorry, all our <laughs> listeners. There's a lot of cursing. I'm not on it today. I've mixed up so many things today, even at work. Uh, okay, so the animorphs back together. They're going up the stairs. They want to leave this godforsaken yerk pool. Um, but the visitor starts morphing, and Tobias is the one that notices this and says he's halfway morphed. Um, and well, Rachel is like, uh, Marco has to shoot and sort of waited a little bit to see if anybody objective, but they were like, not really leaving us any choice. So Marco shoots and one of the floating barrels and it goes poof. So at least one of the floating barrels is in uh, the oatmeal is now in the pool. So we can expect maybe at least 500 yorks are going to get this Odie's, the oatmeal fever. <laughs> um, oh, and fever. pandemonium broke out in the yurk pool. Um, you know, people are also trying to haul uh, Vizzer out of the water. But, you know, the visitor's, you know, already doing his frickin' morph thing. And it's 
just a terrifying morph. But before we uh, get to that, I just want to, let's do, Rachel is still in her elephant morph and is just like tired. It's just, She's bleeding a she's, lot out of her yeah, she's eyes. Bleeding and... <laughs> yeah. Sagging elephant flesh splayed across a dozen stone steps. Um, and Jake's like, demorph, Rachel. You're losing blood. You're going to pass out. You need to demorph and basically heal yourself. And Rachel's like, leave me. Leave me. And they're like, no. <laughs> leave me to die. I'll leave you. And then Tobias is like, heads up. Vizzer's out of the water. He's like, Axe, what is that thing? And Axe is like, I don't even know. <laughs> um, and Rachel begins demorphing. She's doing it as fast as she could. Uh, can. And um, and whatnot. But then uh, they also now have hork coming from the top of the stairs towards them. So they got hork coming from the top of the stairs. They got Visor 3 and this terrifying morph coming towards them. We don't get a name for this morph, but now we get a description for it. So it's basically like large leathery wings. Um, it's sort of like a winged porcupine, but the quills are about five feet long. And Damn. its head was elongated too, um, forward and back. And basically, uh, the beak itself is another five feet. So I'm thinking like a porcupine pterodactyl. A porcidactyl? Yeah. Porcidactyl. That's what I was just That's trying to search for. <laughs> porcidactyl. <laughs> porcidactyl. With oatmeal fever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's armored all over. So they're like, okay, the dracon bean's not going to do shit against this. Mm-hmm. And then the stairway... Um, entered solid rock and earth just 10 feet upward, but they have the Hork-Bajir in that direction. And so Rachel basically thinks fast and is like, takes the Dracon beam from Marco and um, turns it up the stairs right for the Hork-Bajir. But what she does is she actually like shoots it. So all like the, like the, the ceiling, like the stone and whatnot, it's like starts coming down on them. Um, but before she, right before she does that, she's like, mole, mole. So basically her plan is uh, shoot the shoot down the dome, morph mole so you can dig your way out and then escape. Pretty smart. That's pretty smart. So the ceiling with after the dragon beam blast collapses, they get buried. Uh, Rachel's not crushed, um, which is good for that. Uh, but she was a little banged up, but basically buried alive. We re-enter that whole buried alive thing. <laughs> Lovely. But the thing is, Cassie and Marco were still in their wolf and gorilla morphs. So... They have to demorph and then remorph mole, and then they can all get out. So it takes them about an hour for all of them to basically get to the hall into a hollowed out space so they can demorph human. Um, so it took some hour. They all well. Get it took her. Again. It took her two hours. She had to hollow out enough space to demorph to human so she doesn't get trapped. And then after that, it takes another hour to get up into the bat cave. So she had to demorph underground, which is awful that sucks but they basically get back together they morph bat and they then leave (laughs) this should definitely have been a mole cover book yeah right like the majority of the action is mole action mole on mole action i agree with you as it should have been the mole book the bat was sort of just like a the bat is a the, the bat is a vehicle to continue once the mole has done all the work (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like it's maybe because it maybe it looks cooler on the cover. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look at a mole, they're not cool. They're not photogenic. No. <laughs> um. So they morph bats and then get out of there. Haul and ass. Haul in bat booty. And so she gets home and her mother's like, "Where have you been all day, young lady?" And Rachel's like, "What?" <laughs> um, so um, her in mom my talks room about her. all day, mother. Yeah. Yeah. 
the uh, her mom talks about um, her client, Mr. Edelman, too, and is like, you never guess what would happen. <laughs> a magical talk. He's talking about a magical, like, talking bear. Grizzly bear, a psychic talking bear. Um, told him to leave and get out, <laughs> but not do anything dumb, like hurt himself again, or blah, blah, blah. It was the dumbest so, thing. She's like, and weird. She's like, yeah, weird. <laughs> Crazy. So... Uh, that was funny. Then the doorbell rings, and Jordan's like, it's Marco, because Marco has a crush on jo- – uh, Jordan has a crush on Marco. And <laughs> Rachel's like, tell him to go away. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm tired. Um, and then Jordan reappears carrying huge stacks of – a huge stack of small boxes, which is like the freaking oatmeal. Because <laughs> Marco's dad is like, he has to get rid of – he's like, you have to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> she, we just, end it. I'm trying to imagine Marco's dad coming home. And seeing you spend every the single cupboard what? that he owns oh, is also the same flavored oatmeal. The coffee table Duff. is now made of oatmeal. <laughs> Everything is oatmeal. Oatmeal. Okay, but also, the fuck is this dad having like the twelve or thirteen year old person like do the grocery shopping? Like <laughs> while you go to Target, like that should be the other way around, right? Like, the fuck are you doing? Trusting Marco to grocery shop. <laughs> Like you kind of ask, get what you sort of. Ask <laughs> yeah, you get for. what you ask for. Rupa just so, um, but it ends there. Basically, Rachel's like, I guess there was one great battle uh, um, that involved oatmeal. So, bum bum bum. And then she says, and cute. by the way, if you ever see some poor deranged gentleman wandering the street and raving about things that live in his head, do not feed him oatmeal. Well, if you can handle it, give the man your spare change. <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we got our fucking thing at the end there, I guess. <laughs> Just very, the, the tonal shifts in this book is so... Yeah, that's typical. Wild. <laughs> it's yeah, just I can't. from horrible despair to, oh yeah, we're talking about oatmeal and we're joking about moles back to <laughs> horrible despair. Yeah, it's Buck Wild. The series is wild. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah. What? is the book it was actually a pretty good book rachel again i just love it she's just like she is meant to be again that badass she's pew 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 <laughs> like how was your f- how was your first animorphs uh bizarre definitely bizarre yeah it's much stranger um, than most people expect it's gonna be because it's just well wild. i knew it was gonna be strange because i started to remember the tv show and i remember the tv show being strange but was not expecting oatmeal to feature so heavily and yet be mentioned so little in a book that apparently is all about feeding Yerk's oatmeal. Yeah, well, they so. decide to just not do it at the end, although they don't really talk about it. It's just like, okay. They're like, ah, that was too much of a hassle. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to do, do this again. It's like, <laughs> well, you know, you're like, okay, one more, you know, one more run on Hades and then you just die. And you're oh like, my God, all right, that game, never mind. I love it, but it makes my, <laughs> my joints hurt. I feel like I have to push buttons so quickly. <laughs> I get arthritis. I do. You have to use a controller. I do. I do it on the yeah. Switch. <laughs> controller, huh? I made me I'm sorry. Well, oh, that's our do cue. We do, can we do outros? <laughs> yes. No. Um, also, our next book is going to be book 18, The Decision. It is an axe book. Very exciting. Um, I don't really have any warnings for that one because it's an axe book. Well, I feel like so it's, it's been forever since we've had an axe happens. book. Because he's every eighth, right? No, 10. Yeah. 10, yeah. It's Gosh, every 10. Yeah, it alternates. Like so. 
So I, what I want you to send me is your fan art of this creature that Visor 3 morphed into in this book. Uh, you can at me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can tweet at all of us plus Kate at Middlemorph on Twitter. Uh, and you can check out my other podcast uh, at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter about Reddit. With um, and you can find <laughs> yeah. moi at bottomus underscore prime on Twitter. That's it. <laughs> and you can find me um, on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore knows. And you can listen to me and Morgan on our um, Reddit Do relationships it's a fun podcast. podcast. Are you serious? I mean, it's fun for yeah. me. I mean, it's that fun for was you like, guys. <laughs> I love reading through Am I the Asshole and relationship dramas and stuff on Reddit. It would be like on my commute home from work because I did public transportation. I would like read it. Because it was like, it was like, this is the drama. This is like, it was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> like, these people's lives are wild. <laughs> yes. Other people people's crazy. relationship drama. <laughs> yeah, people be wild in. And as you know, Kate is not on social media. So if you want to reach her, you can go to your nearest bat cave and um, send, you know, sonic echolocations out and she'll receive the message <laughs> and know where to find you. Or if that's, you know, too much trouble, you can email us at middlemorph at G... Nope, middlemorphmillennials at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't know. She does that part. Try at middlemorph first. Or just, just add us on us Twitter, week. you know. That's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. And we'll see you all next week for book 18, The Decision. It's it's uh, what uh, kind of what size Cinnabon is Axe going to eat. That's the decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a decision. How many Cinnabons will he eat? <laughs> uh, Four complaints? How many Cinnabons Four can complete? an Axe Cinnabon if a Cinnabon could Axe Cinnabon? <laughs> <laughs>